the green business. goblin nose. Doom, doom. Got the green goblin nose. All right, so since you got the shit in your phone, you gotta. All right, so I'm reading the questions out. Yeah, let me um. I let me know when you're ready. Yeah. Ooh. All right, so today's bonus clip um is brought to you by insert here for promotion. Yeah, it's not it's not actually brought to you by anything this week. Uh we we're still trying to figure out exactly what lane we want to be in, whether it be clothing, music, X, Y, and Z, but this would probably be where we would be advertising your stuff here. So, you know, just food for thought. But um to be honest, this bonus clip is actually brought to you by a day a good friend of ours i'm gonna go ahead and tag her on this episode as well shouts out to her for uh, giving us a good amount of questions and you know uh, some some stuff to think about thank you um, she's actually where we got the uh, the clubhouse question from and she actually gave us a few other questions we couldn't really fit it all into one episode originally the episode we were supposed to have didn't quite work out because uh the guests we had scheduled had to reschedule so we had to literally throw everything into uh, a blender and kind of chop up something new and um what i came up with um especially in the spirit of women's month and in the spirit of mm-hmm. the idea of just us potting for the women for this month um mm-hmm. Let's just be open books. Let's talk about what the women want us to talk about. What would you want to hear a man's perspective on? And uh, so a day being somebody that I, I really trust her judgment and just being somebody of, of sound mind and, and uh, a really good confidant of mine, I decided to reach out to her in particular. And I said, yo, I'm about to record my pod in a few minutes. You know, since it's Women's Month, I was supposed to have a female guest each week. Uh, my guest for tonight wasn't able to pull through. So um, what are some questions that you think women always wanted to ask men and hear honest answers about? What are some things that you as a woman wonder when it comes to men that you've dealt with, experienced, things of that nature? And, you know, she she hit us back with a good amount of questions. And I do thank her for taking the time out to do that, especially she got finals uh, right about now. So if you are listening to this, I hope your ass not supposed to be studying. (laughs) (laughs) For real. And if you are, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, push through your push through your books and keep keep it open there for our shit. You know what I'm saying? Thanks for fucking with us. Why you studying? Thanks for the questions. No. Yeah, yeah. That's so we're uh, we going to jump in from the top, man. Chef, uh, go ahead and take us there, man. Chef. Start, start cooking. Right. So um, our first question is going to be, um, why do men say they want a good woman slash trophy yet walk away from one so easily? Okay. So, ooh, okay. This is, mm, this is a little a bit of a difficult one. Um, uh, I got it. All right. So <laughs> here's my issue. And I can all of this, we're going to we're going to all give our personal perspective. And then, of course, we're going to generalize at the end as far as uh, friends we've had, people we've met, X, Y and Z. But just going from my internal, you know, my my personal perspective when it comes to a quote unquote good woman. I think that what I define to be my woman and what I define to be a good woman don't always match. Right. Because when I think of a good woman. Um, I think of Mother Teresa. I think of my parents. I think of, I think of my mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think of my yeah, grandma. Yeah. But when uh, when it's 3 a.m., hopefully you're not thinking of Mother Teresa or your mama. Mm-mm. And you, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's yeah. where like I think that's where the dissonance begins, right? As that's um, real. as a man, when I think of what I want in a woman and the things that I want in a woman. Um, Sometimes that's a list that's ever, ever changing too, 
because I'm one of those people who I I can admit I learn something new every day. I, I haven't met every woman that there is on the planet. Right. I haven't met it's, every type of woman I haven't met. So there might be some things that, you know, me meeting her, right? My favorite type of woman is somebody who encountering her makes my type change. As in like, mm-hmm. it's not that I walk around liking women who, um, you know, eat avocado toast, but I, I met her <laughs> and she was eating some avocado toast. And now a nigga want to fuck with some avocado toast. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's some nasty bro. motherfuckers. All you yeah. ladies that like that avocado toast. <laughs> yeah. You a hater, bro. I hater. fuck with avocado toast, bro. Keep that shit over there, bro. Buddy. Yeah, right. It's crazy how niggas will eat ass but won't eat yeah, avocado toast. Nah. <laughs> Not this nigga. Fuck y'all. I don't know what they talking about. They insinuating. Not this nigga. But anyway. Nope. When when I when I set out looking for a woman, when I set out with that ideal of okay, I met this person and I'm starting to craft that, you know, I'm trying to I'm I'm starting to build who this person is in my life as far as like what where I feel like they fit, you know, what type of person they are, and I'm pulling in this information or whatever. The things that make me walk away are usually things that make me feel like I should walk away. They like usually the same like, experience. Like yeah, they, you get the same experience. Yeah. Exactly. They usually to me, like I usually have a good reason to bounce. Bounce. I can't bounce. I can't claim that for everybody. But for the most part, if this is somebody that I legitimately feel like A is a person who I can see me spending the rest of my life with, I can see like this is somebody who could be like a mother of your kids type shit and all of that. Like for me to walk away that means that something happened or I saw something or I read something or I feel something <laughs> that's legitimate for me to walk so away. So you say you ain't just walk away because her toes and her hands don't match, her toe paint and nails don't match. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not she doing got future, she got salmon and future and shit. Now here's, shit the, here, here's a good thing though. Here's, here's, <laughs> no, no. Here's, here's one thing I will say about that. That's salmon? I feel like there's different future? types of connections. Yeah, like read the question one more time. No. Read the question one yeah, more yeah, time. Yeah, we going back. <clears throat> no, no, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm a pinpoint. So. Why do men say they want a good woman slash trophy yet walk away from one so easily? Here's the thing: men are able to walk away easily from things that they don't give a fuck about. If I don't care, or if I don't want it, or if I want to get away with it, or I'm um, excuse me, away from it, I can walk away. Like it's easy for me to do that because I don't want to be here. Right. The reasons why men wouldn't want to be here, either A, she doesn't fulfill that that whatever that good woman-esque thing is for him. That's one reason to walk away. Another one is maybe our vibe just ain't what it's supposed to be. Right. Or maybe she's not the trophy she thought she was. <laughs> and that's the hard thing to tell yeah. somebody. Yeah. Sometimes she's not what she thinks she is. What the world defines as a good woman and what a woman defines as a good woman might not be what men even give a fuck about. Like a common thing that I've seen recently. I got a whole bunch of homegirls who are very successful people. I'm talking about like when it comes to scholastics, they're successful. When it comes to their job, they're successful and they're successful in all of these business ventures and all of these great things. And they're like, I don't understand why I can't find a dude. You know, I just want to do who is everything that I am. And, you know, I, I, I had to tell my homegirl, I was like, you would make a great boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> That's some shit to say. You yeah. make a, you make an amazing yeah. boyfriend. The thing is like, she didn't realize that, you know, you're, you are great at these things that you're looking for a man to be great at. But the question is, 
what is that man looking for? Or what are the men that you right. are encountering? Do they want you? Right. There might be somebody out there for you. There's somebody out there for everybody. But the specifically talking about the men that you're going for, the men that you are going after, why is it that they don't want you? Well, have you ever asked them what they actually those, want? Those are the type of girls that be lead, that that make it so niggas out here chasing these hoes. <laughs> tired of chasing their asses because they want something they can't get. Well, I mean, it's not even something that they can't get. At the end of the day, as a dude, Most of when we are looking at a, I got a question. When we're looking at a woman, do you ever are you looking at her and being like, um, I wonder what car she drive. I wonder what kind of money she makes. Nope. I want. I want a girl. She got to be a lawyer. She got to be a doctor. She got to be nope. like as a dude. It, those conversations, as far as like you know, being industrious, being somebody who's smart, being somebody who knows how to do things X, Y, and Z, like that does that. come up. Right. But it's different. The way that we look at life <laughs> is different. The way that we feel about life is just fucking different. And yeah. and and that's what it comes down to. I think it all comes based off experience. Now I'm like If I don't see a different experience I can't really see myself Really being drawn to anything Like you said Some chick gonna have to bring me something I ain't never had before For me to kind of just Step out of my normal feeling About like dating in Or, or talking to someone So you feel like A lot of these women You feel like um, It's like a Groundhog Day situation Like you'll come across a woman And it feels like The same situation Exactly That you've been in before And that's so, And it's gonna that's take important. A different situation For me to be that's like Yo I ain't never had this that's avocado important. toast, that's, but that's like, why I respect like the women I, who get on that, who be on that type of time. That's why I don't trip. I, I just get maybe not offended, but you know, feel a little bit of a way when you see that they treat you like that. But I can't really knock you. Like you, you might see something and you like it or whatever, but you treating it like it's the last situation right away because of your prior experiences being always the same, and then you don't give nothing a legitimate chance because you because the groundhog done seen his shadow. Four or five years every time in your relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But no, I, I mean, I so, would say from my, I get the thing about, I don't know if it's just like me as a man, but I think that's like what you said. Most of the time, I don't care what the situation is, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to jump in and see what the temperature is like and then make a decision where I feel yeah. like women most of the time, <clears throat> they'll make that decision before even really knowing the temperature. You know what I'm saying? I feel yeah. like that I've been in a situation where I've dated a girl and it's like, before we can even really get to know each other, you already done made a decision to do X, Y, Z or, 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 you know what I'm saying? And you don't even know me, you know what I mean? You don't know, you might want a rich nigga, but you don't even know my, it's in my bank account. That's how I look at it. Like, you know what I mean? That's, that's real too. You want a yeah, ball player, right. but you don't even know if I ball, you know what I mean? Let's jump to the next question. Right, next question. Going to the next one. Back, back. What is the reason men ghost women? Red flags. <laughs> that's my favorite you know theme park. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, Imagine a, imagine a woman that's it. pessimistic that always could find something wrong in something. Like you actually think she dope. You actually think she actually cute and cool outside of when she opened her mouth. She's pessimistic or something like that. Guess what? Speaking for myself, you know me. I be about my peace because I got a whole other side of myself that's not so peaceful. If you're not peaceful, we gotta go. So you know what I'm saying if you about that drama, that bullshit. That's going to be things that But get what if she's like people. Coming what back if, to you On a peace a note What if she what finally if, found what peace What if you're Sometimes Women get ghosted Because they don't realize How problematic They might be Because of their You know Their actions They're so used to treating They might have guys Who be thirsty And they willing to He don't like them Rise a red flag Like Chef is stupid 
He don't fuck with that ride. He got to be just tall. He's out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could get ghosted for a lot of reasons. Again, red flags, being problematic, being pessimistic, somebody who, that's that's what I was getting at, like a negative Nancy. Nobody want no female who see wrong in literally everything. Or every time you got to, they want they want to do something because they always so bored, for instance, and any suggestion you bring up isn't a good enough suggestion because they so fucking miserable or pessimistic. Stuff like that are like the causes of red flags. Outside of that, if a dude really ghosting you, he's just probably a dog and he playing the field. Makes sense. First reason is you just tired of someone's shit. And then the second reason is he just red, out there doing Or red him. flags. Like I said, you mm-hmm. could see something in somebody. I think... As adults in the dating world, especially the older you get, I mean, his. I mean, there's a bunch of different variables that could lead to somebody ghosting you. But I'll say this: women, because women be ghosting men. You know what I'm saying? I, I know y'all asked us a question, but it do work both ways. I mean, women ghost men. I, am I lying? At least when I ask two of my homeboys here, who I feel like honest cats, of uh, how many times you may have met a chick who y'all thought y'all met it off right then and y'all hit it off right then and there. And y'all might even chop it up two or three times to make you think it might go somewhere. And then out of nowhere, it's nothing. It's literally nothing. And you'll, you know, again, you could be persistent. There's a fine line between persistent and thirsty. You could be persistent enough to at least try to see what's good. And then you still kind of see, oh, nah, shorty don't. Shorty not so responsive to that or whatever. That's the same. That's kind of the same thing. But yet, you're, you were kind of putting out that energy too like you fucked with me the same way I fucked with you or whatever but the energy don't be the same and the, the communication don't be the same and it's all like was that cap was that fake <laughs> right, right at the end of all of it bro ghosting is just cutting off communication and right. if we're gonna look at what are the reasons a man would cut off communication that's it, it's a lot but if we really wind it down and we narrow it, what's the difference between ghosting itself and cutting off communication in other ways? What makes ghosting special is the fact that there's no warning, there's no speech, there's no like end of it. It's just a person literally just stops hitting you up. Majority of the time, if a man ghosts you, something caused it. Now, it could be something internally as in something dealing with the two of you, you know, um, Either you said something that, you know, he didn't like. He said something you didn't like and things went left. There was an attitude change. There were certain things he might have seen. There's certain things that could have triggered a fight or flight situation where he's like, you know, I just got to get out of here. I'm not dealing with this. I don't fuck with Ashley. Or it could be. I ain't going to tell you right goddamn now. It could be. It could be a lot of different things that could cause that. Now, I think when it comes to a man ghosting a woman, another popular thing that will happen is. If we're talking about going ghost and coming back, because that is a thing, too. Sometimes a man will just stop texting for long periods of time. Chef kind of hit the nail on the head a little bit earlier when he mentioned the fact that, you know, it's a lot of these dudes that are just not single. And and if we're going to be honest, that's really a, a huge portion of what's going on out there. And that's I feel like too. especially I think, I think vice versa with women, too. Especially, like you yeah, but no, being honest, I mean. Guys, remember the whole point of this is them asking us questions. Yeah, yeah. So pointing fingers at women well, is pointless if she's asking, sense. unless you date niggas. You know that's what, what we're right. about no, to talk about. Absolutely not. We're not even okay. So there's no point. Know. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> since my only dating experience has been with women, I'm gonna say Ready that from a man. 
Reggie funny. We know dudes that are in relationships usually like because we're all everybody in here is single. Niggas that we know that are in relationships are way more active than we are. Exactly. They talk to way more women. They have a bigger like they got hoes, the, bro. It's, it's niggas, really well, I'm niggas with, here with no. I'm hoes. not saying all this to all you married men and and all that, but it's true. That's let's let's keep it. A no, no, that's just us keeping it keeping my, it real. Men, men, women will agree with us because here's the thing: they're the they ones who are hose. they're the ones who are running into these married men. They're the ones who are running into these men who have girlfriends and who have situations that are trying to beat their ass. Like the the women will know that. Like it's crazy that. It's crazy that it is that way, but let's be honest. A lot of women that experience, especially the ones that get ghosted a lot, the reason being his 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 wife found out about you. His girlfriend found out about you. His girlfriend finally checked his phone and was like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. It, it could be a lot of those situations. So now he got to block you. Now he got to block you on social media and all of that. You got some random woman that you don't know stalking your pages and all mm-hmm. types of shit. And you don't even know what's going on. If I'm going to be honest, the most common, the reason why I believe that that's the most common reason is when we speak to women, a lot of those stories are the main stories that we hear that these, that, that is married men. If you ask these women like, oh, who's in your DMs? They'd be like married men, men with men with girlfriends, men with this, men with that. So if we're if if we're going to look at it, I feel like they have more of a reason to not give you a reason than a single man would. A single man has the option of ghosting you. But who needs to ghost you? Exactly. And that's what I was coming back to. It's kind of like, I was just speaking on myself, but I was thinking like, who, why ghost a person? Like, you know what I mean? It don't even have to be to the point where, oh, it's like, I need that person or something. But what's, get, what gives me a reason to have to ghost somebody? Now, there's also, the there, there's also some the people, block. some people are, are um, they can't take confrontation. So their way of cutting a woman off is to ghost them. There's also All those right. people who, Guilty. they can't, oh, here, here we go. Nah, guilty as nah, fuck. I, I say I'm guilty because my, my nerves bad. Y'all know I don't really like to argue, so I'd rather I, I'm guilty I'm guilty for that. If I see we we're not gonna be able to have a reasonable conversation where we could use our inside voices, I gotta step take a couple steps back. Yeah, see. You know Especially when you're not my girl. If you're my girl, yeah. I can step in that fire. But if you're not my girl, nah, shorty, I gotta back down. So just going over the different reasons, man, it could be something that you caused. It could be something that he caused. It could be something that went left or he met somebody that he liked more More. or he feels like another another thing we haven't said or he feels like you're a dead end. If a guy is only let's say hypothetically a guy's interested no in you, game. yeah. If you don't see the end game, if, okay. if, if, if a guy's real. interested in you for your body and he feels like you're taking too long, the nigga ain't finna stay. That nigga's finna bounce. Or yeah. if he feels like that nigga he's want to suck your toes is the day he met you. And he ain't getting no chance on day ninety. He out. Yeah, it's it's a lot of different reasons why somebody would ghost. Majority of them are not good reasons though. Just being honest, it's, it's not like it was, it's, that was a joke. It's, it's a it's a fucked up concept. I didn't. I, I don't think we mentioned it, but okay, I'm back on my serious tip now. You know, mm-hmm. that's bullshit. Yeah. But maybe uh, as a woman, maybe your expectations are too high for him to want to stick around. Maybe you are expecting things that he know. Already he can't give or provide, so he like huh, ghost yeah. time. Yeah, she yeah. looking for a nigga to pay the bills. She looking for a nigga, you know. Yeah, and he knows, babysit. And he knows <laughs> that he he knows that either a he ain't got time for it, b it's out of his tax bracket. Right, so he just falls out. Now that is a possible too, but that That's falls real. that falls into that same category of people who are non confrontational. They just because usually if you fold like that, you're usually folding for a reason of inadequacy. Mm-hmm. He feels like he's inadequate in that situation, so he's just gonna fold and bounce. And that 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 is what it is. Um, go ahead and uh, jump over to the next question. 
Next question. This might be the last one, right? Yep. It says, uh, basically saying reasons men don't consider therapy. Wow. Um, hmm. All right. So, because you didn't I sign could, us up before, we it. generalize. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> okay. Before we generalize, you know, just being honest, we um, it's funny that what are the odds? But that uh, we actually have a room where all three men are people who have actually um, uh, done therapy. And have actually participated. It's funny because I know that that's not really the common denominator, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially if we look at, sure. especially when we look at statistically, yeah. you know, uh, being black men. That's not really the common thing for us to do. It's last resort. Um, but you know, speaking of why it's tough, you you could jump in on that first. It's hard to just admit to somebody that you feel you may feel broken and you don't know what it is. You feel empty. It's hard to like. It's just hard to kind of express your your weakness to your homies because you don't want to see. It's hard for a man to like a real stand up guy to be his most vulnerable to like anybody in in public because we we men and especially an alpha man. You suppose that we were taught rather is you know right or wrong the way we were raised. It's like ah oh, suck it up like you know we've been young being punched in the chest our whole life and been being dared to cry and shit like that you feel me right. and stuff like that uh you know resonate over over the course of time <clears throat> but um it's it's tough to just talk to an outside source or anybody and let them know things that are you know uh what's the word very deep within your thoughts and 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 your soul and your spirit that people don't know about you. You know what I mean? Your your friends know you best because they're around you and stuff like that. But an outside source may be able to pull out other things that you're not so much willing to share. You know what I'm saying? Because we, we all have our traumas. We all have our trials and tribulations. And as men, we wake up, get our ass beat, wake up and do it again. Just like it's frowned upon to cry. It's frowned upon to show vulnerability or you you look like a lick you look you look and sweet. especially that that outsider perspective looking you know at the saying? person as an outsider to your to your life um letting that person in is a form of vulnerability itself mm-hmm. because this isn't somebody who knows you this isn't a family member mm-hmm. this isn't it feels invasive it feels like a you, uh, it feel like being stripped butt naked and in <laughs> front in front it, it feel like being yeah. stripped butt ass naked in front of a, a, a million strangers and you got to take that walk mm-hmm. yeah like well, it's, it's a very strange feeling, and then especially admitting to yourself that there is something that you need assistance with is is hard to do when you've been taught your whole life that all of that is a sign of weakness. Consistently, like especially we're we're in the generation where it just became a uh, a thing that people talk about now. But ten years ago, fifteen years ago, like when you start talking about going to therapy and stuff, they assume you're a crazy person because that's that was yeah. for crazy people. Conceptually, like the idea of mental health or keeping up with one's mental health wasn't something that's looked at as like going to get a doctor's checkup. Mm -hmm. Maintaining mental health was looked at as, well, if there's something that needs to be maintained, then you're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. There's something fucking wrong with you. And I think having to push past that, having to push past the the feelings of violation, having to push back the idea of what is everybody else going to think about me? Then you got to think of those who are in long term relationships. Let's say you got a wife in your mind. You like, is my wife going to look at me like I'm weak now? Is she going to think I'm crazy? You know what I'm saying? Am I like and especially when you have that complex of being the leader, being the head of household or the, the head of the relationship, everything is always threatened. That's that's the one thing. Here it is. That's the one thing that I feel like doesn't get talked about enough. 
as a man, your manhood is always mm-hmm. under attack. There's always a threat. Oh, absolutely. There's always a concept of it being stripped away from you. I'll, I'll give a few different examples, like the idea of, you know, he's not masculine enough. He's not a man. He's not tough enough. He's not a man. Why are you crying? Men don't cry. Why are you, you know, uh, uh, let's say you're somebody who communicates a lot or whatever. Oh, a real man is quiet. A real man, you know, real men move in silence. Real men do this. Real men do that. Because mm-hmm. consistently, the way that you're you're beaten into submission by society and the way that you're controlled, not just by, by um, other men throughout society, but this is something that women have helped to uphold. It's this idea that if you fall out of whatever that generalization of what a man is supposed to be is then your manhood can be stripped away it's something that you don't get to keep right and i think that idea it means that men are always moving as if something can be taken away from them at any time it's like it's abuse it's like a mental abuse thing when when you kind of have to go through that type of situation because it's it's, it could be draining usually a man don't consider therapy until shit he feels that shit is like at its like lowest point like all right we need some therapy why women might already be like the thing about a woman it it, like say there's a time frame it might be a month go past and a woman already thinking like all right this is like at its lowest point where a guy's still thinking all right you know this is just casual, casual, casual. And then six months later, once it's like at the very bottom, then a the guy's like, all right, now it's time for therapy. So I say sometimes the levels are a lot different. You thinking shit is horrible right now. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking everything kosher. And then shit. Then I find out later on down the road, oh, this shit's bad. And you not, we in therapy. Yeah. And you telling me that this shit been bad since day one or day two, which is like crazy. That would be yeah, one shit. reason. And then my second reason would be because most of the time, especially us men who have our... Uh, mothers and aunties and families especially like you know um you know us minorities we got big families so we have aunts and mothers and things who we can consult to and talk about a woman even amongst our guy you know our guys we 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 are each other's therapy most of the time Mm -hmm. but you know you can't always have a man's perspective sometimes you have a woman's perspective so you talk to your aunt you talk to your sisters you talk to your mothers and they give you real feedback on it because they're women so they're going to tell you some honest things about how a woman might feel or things like that and for the most part when you're looking at it from that idea of you know in our minds you got to think most people will be like yeah but they're not professionals well you got to think from us from the way that we look at life if we're not in a dire strait and all we need is somebody to just kind of be a sounding board and talk something off why can't it be a mother figure, a father figure, and X, Y, Z. Because in our mind, it's not like we need this heavy counseling session right. where somebody's going to deprogram us and help us walk through and do all of this. Because to us, this is just a part of life. Yet again, boys don't cry. This shit is normal. Toughen right. up. It be like that sometimes. You'll be all right. Like, I, I feel like at least we go and we like will go and talk and have that conversations. And I sometimes I feel bad for women because women... They won't do that. You know what I mean? And yeah. then they, a lot of times they got fake friends who they get therapy from who's telling them some very Terrible falsified shit. You know that, what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like, damn, you know, you listening to your friends. You you too, you too prideful <clears throat> to go ask your mother and your dad ain't around. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I will say this, though. Um, and just to, I guess, close out that question. Things are changing. Like, we got to give it time. 
you know, it, it hasn't been that long since these things were starting to uh, be introduced into society as an ideal of something regular, as an ideal of something okay, as an ideal of something that's acceptable. We we still got to give it time. I see a lot of women do these little weird jabs at men where they'll like I'll see the, the, the quotes or the memes that say things like. Men don't get therapy; they just go uh, and start a podcast. Or men don't get therapy; they I just go and and I and I and I saw What's that. What's your take on that? You know, it's 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 an interesting statement. And here's what I'll say about it, man: If they feel more comfortable having a roundtable conversation with people that they see on a regular basis than having to pay a stranger for hundreds of dollars per hour that they might not be that. able to afford Money, yeah. in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Depending on the way you think, that might be a little bit more the, normal, sweetie. It's it's not the, it's not the craziest thing in the world. Now, I looking at the, the ideal of the joke, clearly if you're somebody who's unhealed and has all these wild fucking takes, you don't need to be spreading that message throughout the airwaves. I do get that. And there are a lot of podcasters that we come across that should not be fucking doing podcasting. We we see that, we hear that, we we definitely acknowledge that. But for the most part, it taking those jabs don't forward the culture either. Because taking that jab as somebody who's taking a baby step of actually even speaking to somebody is is it's kind of nasty. It is kind of nasty to be honest. That's I mean, like kicking somebody when they down to me. That's how I always it, look at. It's even worse. It's it's not even kicking somebody when they're down. It's kicking somebody that you knew used to be down when they finally take a step to do something for themselves. And then you trip. Now them, you right? trip them. Now you trip them up under. Yeah, nasty words. Yeah. So the that you know I've always felt a way about that statement and and having this conversation just made that jump out in my head. But you and know it, it comes back down to me halfway too. Like okay, so if if. First of all, everybody knows therapy is not cheap. You see what I'm saying? So that's, again, you know, a person got to be willing to be at a point where it's like, all right, I got to come out of my pocket and pay ther- you know, pay for therapy. How at many the- people in America can afford that? Exactly. At the same Facts. time, while you still, as a man, have to be providing for the household and financially and putting food on the table. So now exactly. you got to do both. That's another expense. Hell, motherfuckers is expecting niggas to, pro- niggas to provide and they not exactly. even your girl or in your household. Exactly. And then now you look in, now right. you, you know, and then, you know, for you to look at a chicken, like, well, are you going to pay half of therapy? Da, da, da. Cause most likely she not going to take your hand and bring you to therapy. She going to wait for you to grab her hand and take her to therapy. You know what I mean? So right. it goes back to that too. And then, I mean, I was going to be a little sarcastic and I was going to say, well, you could get some free therapy, you know, if from church, but uh, you got to believe in God, bitch. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, well, you got to believe there, in God. Bitch. You got to go to church. You know what I'm saying? There's that as going, well. You got to go to church. There's I mean, God is. should be your real. God really should be hey, your therapist. Everybody see. And God maybe if you talk to him God. more, I mean, you're right. But maybe if they talk to him a little bit more, then, you know, they'll get a lot of the answers they need. See, know? that's that's a controversial thing on its own. I don't want to go down that, right? that, that, yeah, that rabbit yeah. hole. But just being honest, you know, whether you're a religious person or a non-religious person or whatever, I feel like everybody could benefit from a professional whose job it is to actually break open those uh, moments. Because at the end of the day, you know, the Bible will have great verses. The pastor will have bars for you. The pastor will have things that will help you along and and, yeah. and, and wisdom hot, and experience. I mean, he'll he'll have the hottest 32. Yeah. But a therapist is literally like their whole yeah. profession nah, is man. doing this. They peel so in different you, layers. It, it's, I, yo, it's I went to a therapist, a bro. Thing, I fell in love with this lady, man. I was like, man, this lady was perfect, bro. Until the fucking last session or the next time I tried to attend her, she like tripled the price on me. I was like, God. Yeah, yeah. I, I say, <laughs> I love you, to, but uh, this will be the last time we meet. Our fellas <laughs> who listening to this, uh, that this answer to the lady's question, 
Therapy ain't all that bad, bro. I know it, it, it definitely is hard. It's like like pulling teeth to try to get your mindset to be like, you know what, F it, I'm going to seek this outside source. If you got the resources to do it, it ain't that bad. You know what I'm saying? You could learn something. You probably learn a lot about yourself just in one session. I just want to say like this, and and we can, you can wrap it up after after you want, but I just look at it like this. If, if these are all the questions you are asking and these are all on your checklist, and a guy is doing all these things, most likely he's just not the guy for you. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, all of these questions are very terrible questions, by the way. It wasn't it wasn't a single question that was uplifting. It wasn't a single question that like this let me know that motherfuckers is wildin' right now. Yeah. Like every question is a very sad, terrible, depressing question. And mind you, you know, the crowd don't know what she looked like. What does a day look like, guys? She is a that's a, a day is. I just want you to know this nigga. My this nigga want to sing it. No, I'm joking. I, I, he I turned into Pharrell Williams for oh, you. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. I, I just wanted to throw that out. Day, there. A day is definitely a lovely looking human being with that question she asked, and, that, and, that, and that's okay. nuts. So, you know. It it is something that's an eye opener, especially as a guy, because we we're not dealing with niggas, so we don't know what niggas is doing, right. but. For us to see, for us to see that even women that look like that, even women that look like the you know pinnacle of attraction, yeah, yeah, are yeah, yeah. consistently yeah. dealing with these same things that everyone else is dealing with. So it it just is what it is, man. Life is unavoidable. <laughs> these situations are really, for the most Crazy. part, unavoidable. You just got to swim through them and learn how to dodge the dodge the ones that you need to dodge. But um, just to close this out. This was a, a a dope conversation. You know, I'm glad we were able to have it. Hopefully, this is something that uh, revealed a lot to the ladies who did have those questions. To you know, the fellas, I know we're gonna get a, a lot of hate and a lot of niggas who feel a lot of different ways. Fuck you, honestly, can... fuck y'all, niggas, <laughs> for real. I cause... was never eat. <laughs> but that like, there's gonna be a lot of reasons for a lot of things. I think this is how I'm just gonna close it out. There's going to be a lot of reasons for a lot of these things to happen. I think our job as people who are just navigating the dating world is to do a list of things. And here's how my list goes. The first mm. thing, <clears throat> take a list. <laughs> I know that sounds wild, right? <laughs> first thing on my list is to take a fucking list. Actually record these things. Like As things are happening in your life, don't let something happen. And then two months later, you fall for the same shit over again because you didn't remember the first time that this shit happened. Like, you actually have to take in the experiences. Don't shy away from it. Don't run away from it. If you actually digest it and take it in, you'll grow. That's where growth comes from. So in the future, you can avoid it like what Chef said earlier. The the second thing I would say to do on that list, take personal inventory. So that's, before you're even dealing one. before you even dealing with other people, figure out and make sure that you're in a position where you can, if things do go well, you can handle them going well. And you won't be the fucking psychopath ruining shit. That's very important. The third thing that you're gonna want to do, work on that spirit of discernment. That that idea of being able to discern who's actually a good person, who's a bad person, and not chase these weird created expectations that we all create in our mind of these toxic people of these weird things that we shouldn't even want in the first place let's stop and, looking and, at movies and 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 reality shows or let's stop looking at be. social media let's stop falling in love with these weird things Goals. that have nothing to do have your own <laughs> right let's stop falling in love with these things that have nothing to do with being a good person let's stop falling in love with these things that have nothing to do with being 
a, a, a solid individual and somebody who actually right. gives a fuck about people. I got a question. And this is a question for her. <laughs> this is a question as, for as I'm we sorry close, to interrupt. As we close. I'm sorry. I, this is just a question for her. I had close, to get on my chef shit. I'm question. sorry. I'm sorry. But, but this cook. is a counter question for her and maybe she can answer it. But I wonder how she would think or feel. What if I had met her and we was dating and for the first date I told her we were going out to eat, but instead I took her to therapy. Would that be a would that be a wrong person? How would she see it? <laughs> <laughs> like is that if that if I mean is that a good thing or a bad thing? It looks it sounds like it could I be have a good nothing. thing. I ain't gonna lie. I, I'm gonna kill all the suspense on that. I ain't got nothing. No, no, I'm gonna kill all the suspense on that. <laughs> she gotta answer it though. She She's gonna answer. call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for real. Yeah, you gotta ask her though. And, and here's exactly Bruh. how. No, no, she's gonna hear this. She's gonna hear this. She, I'm, I'm. She's gonna call the cops. And I hope you understand that whoever that therapist is is gonna sign that little seventy two hour hold shit for you. And it's and it's a wrap for you, buddy. <laughs> you know, you know how you know you're going to jail when the cops call you, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, come, buddy. Hey, come here, yeah, buddy. Hey, come no, here, buddy. It's, it's serious. Been though. waiting to get to you. <laughs> Hey, I'm just nah, saying, that's a man. Why not get it all out at the beginning, bro? That, whatever she, that sounded like in your head, just, I was. It was a joke mostly, but it's mostly? actually a serious question. You need to go back no, to therapy. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. <laughs> you need bro. to go back to therapy, bro. but I'm just saying, would that be crazy? Like she asking? No, I, I, I told you it'd be crazy. I, basically, what I was getting back to is instead of bringing something like therapy at the end of a relationship. How about bringing it at the beginning before things get bad? That's what I was really trying to say. I was just being funny about it. No, 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 I get it. But you get what I'm saying? But yeah. And and by therapy, it could be counsel, it could be literal therapy, it could be whatever. But I I get that. That could be something that's healthy. That for some people, of course, that's a little heavy, especially when it's a fucking first date. So you don't even know if you like this. Pulling up the shorty crib and then. Thirty minutes later, y'all just jamming out to the baby or some shit. And you y'all, pull up to the therapist, <laughs> and then you pull up to the therapist. I, what if that was a norm though? Like that is that's not that's not that ever a, gonna be a. What if that norm? was a norm right. where it's just like yo, you that's how you get to know each other instantly. Like fuck the online dating shit. It's kind of like a therapy session, and it's just like oh well, you're not compatible here, not I compatible there. That's, she do this. She like red. You like blue. That's Bye. a sick ass plan. Bro. That sounds the world psychotic, is a sick bro. <laughs> no, bro. That's you. You you contributing. You a sick nigga. Bro. I, I, I'm just saying, bro. You never know what the future might be like. Hey, bro. Man, you man, might we'll have to get counseled. You, you might have to have therapy to talk to someone nowadays, bro. It's COVID. You might not be able to talk to bro, people. But that shit had nothing to do with COVID. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm just saying you can't get that face. You can't get that face. That has nothing to do with COVID. People use that shit for everything. That had nothing. Niggas will lie on COVID. For everything, Bruh. it's hard to get to know somebody with this COVID shit going around. So I mean, hey, let's go to a Bruh. place where we can, we get to know each other. Anyway, y'all, this is Chef's last episode. <laughs> um, I'm just making it fun, goddamn. <laughs> this is supposed to be a fun one. But all right, y'all, this was a good bonus clip. I go by the name of Reggie Days, and I was joined by my right hand man, Shame the Dream. And yet again, we were also joined by Chef. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Um. Uh, I go by the name of Reggie Days. It's been great, great kicking it with you motherfuckers today, man. And remember, no matter the reasons, bro, no matter the fucking reasons, just gotta enjoy the seasons. Later days. Later days. I'm craving your body. Is this real? Temperatures rising.